our show, Christy. We can do whatever we want. Let's show them how to do life. Oh, boy. Here it comes. It's like pandemonium, Heather. Okay, so I was thinking. She said what? I think I got it figured out. This is how this to do is life. how to do life. <laughs> I was born for this. I was born for this. I have seen the life. Hey, pretties, it's Chrissy. And it's Heather. And here's producer John. To hype the crowd. Just a quick warning. How to do life with Chrissy and Heather contains elements of real life, nostalgia, silliness, deep thinking, and other nonsense and whatnot. If you are adverse to any of these ingredients, this show may not be for you. So be sure to talk to your doctor and all your friends about how to do life. Let's get into it. Hey, Heather. Hey, Chrissy. So 2020 has uh, been a bit of a scene, has it not? Bit of a doozy. (laughs) Remember all that stuff about how we were going to roar in 2020? Yeah. And then we got the Tiger King and a bunch of memes. So, yeah, I mean, I guess we roared. (laughs) That that could be the roar. Maybe that was the roar. We just didn't. We thought we were going to do something. We thought it was going to be like productive like Happenings hear me of, roar, yes. and it was really like just like Katy Perry, right? You know, like no, this is just, no. It was the Tiger King. Okay, who knew? Well, the 2020 saga continues. Okay, the roar of the Tiger King's dying down a little bit, a little bit. But now we're creating a buzz because now we have murder hornets. Right? Yes. See what I did there? Buzz. I got See what it. I did yeah. there. Mm-hmm. And with the murder hornets, we have all new memes. Yes. We have all new misinformation. Right. And we have all new things to ponder. Of course. These are Chrissy's ponderings. Who decided the alphabet was in alphabetical order? Can you daydream at night? If you clean a vacuum, do you become a vacuum cleaner? Do pets name their owners? And how does this affect the entire world? All right. So we also have a good friend who is a beekeeper. Yes, we do. Our first guest who ever came mm-hmm. on our show was Cameron Ulrich. Mm-hmm. And Cameron is the owner of Capital City Honey Company, capitalcityhoney.com. Mm-hmm. And she is just a delight of a human being. She's yes, a, she she's is. She's a chatty little bird, and I really, really like her. And so when I started seeing things about the murder hornets, uh-huh. my initial gut reaction was, I want to know what Cameron thinks about the murder hornets. Mm-hmm. Who are you going to call? You're going to call Cameron. You're mm-hmm. going to call CapitalCityHoney.com. Dot com. And um, Cameron gave me an earful. Of course she I'm did. I'm sure because, she did. Because she's, she's my chatty cam. Yeah. You know? And um, she wanted me to know, first of all, this is not a problem in Florida. Oh, good. The murder hornet. Finally, something that's not a problem in Florida. <laughs> this is really not even a problem in the United States. That's what I understand. I'm going to put up um, some links to some of the many, many articles that Cameron mm-hmm. sent me. <laughs> uh, she sent me an article that let me know that murder hornet is actually a misnomer. Yes. It's not even really a good a good name for these creatures. Uh, she sent me a link to the University of Florida, who I don't know if you've ever looked at UF's pages about like plants and and animals and like they're they're like very very good on like what happens in yeah. the state of Florida for mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. I don't even know what that program is called. The IFAS um, exchange. Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, and so I'm gonna put up a link to that. Um, yeah, they got it going on. Yeah. Um, 
um, I asked Cameron, I said, what do you think, you know, if, if the murder hornets were about, you know, like, what are beekeepers thinking about this? And she said, I would think that beekeepers are being watchful of their hives. Um, but I'm telling you that the hives are in good shape because the thing that I want to post that everybody has to go watch, I have to show this to you before we leave here today. You have okay. To she sent I me sneak this savage, savage video of... <gasps> The honeybees luring, luring a murder hornet into the hive, uh-huh. and the murder hornet comes into the hive, uh-huh. and it grabs a bee, and it's going to eat a bee, and it's going to kill the bees, uh-huh. and all the other bees. <gasps> ambush. They ambush. They get on top of it, and they swarm it, and so Cameron told me this is called balling, okay, because okay. they're freaking ballers. So <laughs> they, they um, the bees can withstand a warmer temperature. Okay. Um as a swarm than the thing that they're like swarming on top of. Okay. So they raise the body heat oh. of the murder hornet until it dies. Whoa. They They basically like just cook it. That's diabolical. They cook it. Yeah. So they all just get on top of it and ball, they ball up and they cook it. And she said that's what they do to um, dying or aging or sick queens too. Oh, gosh. Yeah. They're, they're pretty savage. So the video is off the chain and i think that her caption that she sent me was something like um i think the girls got this <laughs> and i'm like oh I like, I like that i can't wait to see it she also said that if bees are fighting in the yard mm-hmm. um that she can spray water up in the air like spray her hose up in the air mm-hmm. and it like calms they they stop the fight basically um, and she wondered if a murder hornet was in and like trying to mm. like that she wondered if the water trick would work um, oh, yeah. But we don't need to worry about it in Florida? We don't need to worry about it in Florida. And, in fact, it said that um, they – I read something. One of the things she sent me said, like, a crate came in, like a package from Asia or whatever. Um, yeah. Somewhere. Somewhere not here. Right. Um, and um, it had a, a hive in it or a cluster or whatever they call um, them. I don't know. Yeah. We really need Cameron to be here. Right. Um, yeah. <laughs> we're just relaying her information. But um, – and – they extinguished that. They put that out. And then, like, months later in, I want to say Seattle, because I feel like everything bad's been happening in Seattle lately. Like, <laughs> it's been the epicenter of rough things. Oh. Um, they found one single dead murder hornet. Mm. Like, that maybe it, like, escaped when they, you know, exterminated. Right. And it was dead. Like, they didn't even find it alive. And they all know? freaked out? And everybody freaked out. Well, it's kind of a freak out year. Yeah. I mean, and Cameron was sending me all this great information. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to to um, be able to contribute back to her. And so I did a... Uh, and now the results of Chrissy's cursory Google search. And I presented her with a meme. <laughs> <laughs> of course. And it was the bees. And it said, the bees are getting ready during the COVID crisis. And... Each bee, one bee was holding a bottle of Jack Daniels, and one bee was holding toilet paper, and one bee was holding Lysol wipes, and they were flying through the sky. And, yeah, it is the year of freaking out and making funny memes to calm ourselves down. That's what we're doing this year. That's all we've got now. Mm -hmm. Yeah, a sense of humor. Um, Also... Because of the murder hornets, the drink of the week over at the Not Quite Therapy show mm-hmm. is going to use Cameron's honey. Ooh. Yes. Now, she gave me a little jar of spicy honey. Yes. 
the spicy whipped, right? Yes, Mm -hmm. the spicy whipped Mm -hmm. honey. And it is absolutely amazing. I know, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Well, we're going to use the wildflower raw honey um, in, in our drink. I'm not sure what what recipe exactly will be appearing, but I will tell you that Cameron sent us like 20 choices. Of so, course, because yeah. she's just so she's, great. She's, she's on so it. So great. So we'll see. We'll see what Hot Brian picks and what happens. But uh, yeah. <laughs> enough with the murder hornets. But before we go any further, I gotta I gotta climb up real quick. And here comes the soapbox. So up here on my soapbox, I just want to reiterate what we've pretty much been the theme of the show for a few weeks now about being gentle right am i in trouble you're not in trouble no (laughs) no this isn't about you um but i want to remind people to look through others lenses whenever whenever it's possible i found a really beautiful article that i want to post up and you'll like this article heather it was um an older friend of mine i think who might be a mutual friend um shared it and it's written by a woman, an, an author who is, they quoted her as being elderly. They called her elderly. It's oh, an gosh. older woman. You know, she's 75 or so, 80. I don't know. Um, but she was talking about how hard it is to be optimistic in the COVID crisis. Mm-hmm. And she was talking about her feelings that society is treating her and her entire generation as expendable. Yes. And how hard it is to stay positive and how hard it is to feel good when you feel worthless you know you feel right. like people don't care that you know, like when people are like well it's just old people it's that just die. old people yeah <laughs> like like we don't need old people no. you know and my soapbox is i mean what a wrong attitude as a person with dead parents right i seek out older people than me as friends and as mentors and the people who have been here longer than us Guess what? <laughs> they know way more than yeah, us. They're actually really helpful. Very, very <laughs> helpful. In no way dispendable. And we need them now more than ever, I think. So I just want people to read this article and think, just really think on a micro level, on the individual human level, that the way that this, quote, break from normal living is affecting people, mm-hmm. you know? It's easy to be like, oh, yeah, everybody's stressed, everybody's whatever, but we're telling an entire generation that they're not that important to us. Right. And I don't feel very good about that. Yeah, I've heard people say a few times, you know, it's just old people who who die, and I wonder... Just old people. <laughs> like, it's awful. Well, and those are my words. I mean, I think that... You know, sometimes people say it in more gentle ways and sometimes not, mm-hmm. um, you know, but yeah, I've, I've sometimes thought, well, gosh, I'm going to be old someday. Like, at what point do you become not important anymore? Well, and I think it's different culturally. Like, I've read a lot mm-hmm. of things about, like, we put our people into assisted living. We don't keep people at home. You know, different cultures treat their elderly very differently and with a sense of reverence and with a sense of that they do have wisdom to impart. And we don't, it's American society where we've kind of become hard. We've become very fast paced mm-hmm. and maybe there's an opportunity in the COVID to slow down and to, to, you know, that's what I've been trying to do for mm-hmm. sure. Yeah. I've, I, I feel like the message that I'm supposed to be getting is slow down. And I have, um, I have slowed down um, as much as I can. 
I feel like I've slowed down. I feel like I've slowed down maybe a little too much. <laughs> Which actually, I'll get off the soapbox now, and but I'll stay in the vicinity because I got to do a true confession. Uh-oh. It's time for a true confession. You are forgiven, my child. Bless her heart. I had a rough week with my kids last week. Mm, yeah. We had a lot of highs and a lot of lows. Yeah. We had weak motivation for school. Mm-hmm. They did a couple things that made me really, really angry. And they did a couple things that made me really, really tender toward them. One night, my son got sick in the middle of the night. Mm, that's the worst. And then one night, I went way hard on being a mama bear. Oh, that's <laughs> right. <laughs> And to you, I must confess this story. I can't wait to hear how this went down because I now know what you're going to tell. Oh, my goodness. Well, and here's the thing. When I did my For Your Eyes Only, I did it before the resolution of this. Okay. And it was one of the things that I talked about because what we're going to do when we get to the grab bag in a few minutes here, Heather. Okay. uh, We're going to talk about deception on the Internet, like in deception online. Yeah, it's going to be fun. We're going to have a fun chat, I think. Uh, but you and I use an app. Yes. It is called Marco Polo. Marco. Polo. <laughs> and this is a video app in which uh, if I have something I want to say to you, but we can't get on the phone or we're not together, but we're trying to just work through. And it's too much to text. Yeah, because it's always too much to text always. between you and I. Yeah. Always. Um, so you just flip on your video, mm-hmm. and you're like, hey, Heather, how's it going? I'm, I'm, I'm on my walk. We're usually both out on our walks. Right. <laughs> we do this, and we're walking with our camera in mm-hmm. our face, and we talk to each other. And I tell you whatever I need to say, and I send you the video, mm-hmm. and you reply to me. Right. Great. I have two sitting, not from you, I have two Marco Polos sitting on my phone right now from Well, you don't have one from me yet because I, I know. still haven't reinstalled it I um, and I really need to because you're going to like Don't get story. ahead of the story. Let's not get ahead of the story. <laughs> so, um, it's nighttime, probably like 10 o'clock at night, right? And I glance at my phone and it says some weird name like possibly like an indian name you know some something that seems non-european to me like okay. and, I, and it says so and so is talking to you okay because like if you start talking to me on there it might say heather's talking to you right mm-hmm. and i can either go on right then and start watching you talk to me or i can review it later when i have right. a chance but it you know i have not- notifications on so it tells me someone's talking to you mm-hmm. So I look at my phone and it says some stranger is talking to me. And so I pick up my phone and I'm like, who is talking to me that I don't know? And how are they talking to me? Right. And what's going on? Because you're not friends with this person. I'm not friends with this person. I don't know this person. I don't know this name. Right. Right. I'm like, how are they talking to me? And so I click into the app and there is a smiling photograph of my little boy Mm-mm-mm. and my little boy's first and last name. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. No way, Jose. And it says my little boy is talking to me. <sighs> and I clearly saw a name that was not my little boy's name said that it was talking to me. And I'm like, somebody hacked my child on here. Somebody is using my child's name. I instantly spin into... Somebody is using my kid's name and image to probably talk to other children. Mm -hmm. This is a sex trafficking situation. Like, I'm automatically there. 
when I go and view the Marco Polo from this person, it's like black. Like there's no visual that I can see and there's just audio like a TV in the background and stuff. Mm, and I'm like, and I'm like, creepy. because they were trying to do their hacky thing. Right. right. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Because they were trying to, you know, like just get control right. of his thing. So first I like run upstairs and make sure that my kid's not like on his iPad and whatever. And I'm like, are you using the Marco Polo app? And he's like, what's the Marco Polo app? And he mm. like, he doesn't know what it is. You know, he's asleep. He's not using his iPad. And then um, I'm like, what, what do I do? This is, this is crazy, right? I'm like, what am I going to do? So I delete it and, like, block the contact. And then I'm like, Phew. but you can still see it on the Marco Polo app. You can see that you have this person blocked because they're still in your contacts, right? And I can see that this person is active the next morning, okay. that they're talking to people. Right. And I'm losing my mind. Right. I literally have called an old friend who I know has a relationship with a guy who does cybercrime and child trafficking. Uh-huh. And I'm, like, getting this guy's number. I'm st- I'm losing my shit, right? Yeah. I am off the chain. Somebody is using my child's identity. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This is bad, right? Yeah. So I send a message and an email to the Marco Polo app. And I fully anticipate that I will never hear back from them. Because I don't know if you've ever reached out to Facebook or Instagram right. customer service. It just goes into a black no. hole. No. So I, I'm like, I reach out to the app. I spin out of control. I'm like, uh, Dapper Dan's like, oh my gosh, if somebody can hack into that, do you think they're fi- hacking into your like financial stuff? You think they're whatever? So... Um, I am like calling financial people and I'm like, oh, can you like put a watch on my account? Like I'm totally <laughs> losing my shit, right? I'm, I'm off the chain. You have like the police uh, officer patrolling the neighborhood, mm-hmm. circling your house. Yeah, there was a point that um, Hot Brian called me and I burst into tears. I'm just, like a psychopath, like a total crazy person. I'm just like, they have my child's face. And he's like, oh, okay. Um, <laughs> he's like, it sounds like you're doing everything you're supposed to do. But I'm, I'm a crazy person, right? right. I'm, like, mm-hmm. I'm off the chain and I'm crazy. Until, until, <laughs> until I hear from Jesse at Marco Polo. Right. And so let me just go ahead Let's just do a recommendation here. Now here's part of the show where Chrissy and Heather tell us what to do. Well, might I recommend... Marco Polo, biggest shout out to this app. This is a great app. It's totally safe. Everyone should use it. It's totally fine. It's Please. super fun. It's super great. It's totally fine. Shout out to Jessie. Girl, Jessie became my friend. We have a <laughs> real strong relationship now, I feel. Might I highly recommend Marco Polo. It's totally fine. It's totally safe. Because Jesse uh, gets on the messenger with me, and she's like, "So the only way that Marco Polo, you know, can register an account is with a phone number." And she's like, "This is your son's active phone number." She's like, "Did your son appear twice in there? Like somebody duplicated him?" And I'm like, "Oh no, no, no! Um, his dad turned off his phone number. He doesn't have a phone number anymore." <laughs> and she's like. Guess who does have a phone number? Some Indian grandmother who... Um, she knows it's, an in, she no, knows it's a grandmother? No. She, she, she says, I, I asked her, I'm like, it was a really weird name. It right. was like a whatever, you know, like, I'm like, it was a really weird name. And she goes in her little database and she can see. You know? Oh, so, okay. So she puts in the phone number and she's like, it is a weird name. It is a weird name. And I'm like, did it, because what had happened, Heather, <laughs> in the midst of my freak out. Right. I had sent 
Uh, a really, oh. really mean, nasty oh, Marco Polo. Oh, what did you say? Oh, I said something like, I was sitting in my bed, like my hair unbrushed, like a total mess, and I had turned on my camera and I said, hey, asshole. <laughs> oh, no. I know that you are not my son. I know what you are doing. You need to fucking stop it. I'm going to find you. Oh, God. <laughs> something like that. I I said, it ended, it was pretty creepy, actually, because I said, I know that you're not my son, so why don't you go ahead and reply to me, let's chat. Oh, no. You went psycho mom. I went total psycho mother, like totally psycho. And Jesse not only alerted me that this is just someone else's phone number now. and She's a totally innocent person. So what happened was, you know how it pops up suggestions of people it thinks that you might want to talk to, or it'll say, your friend so-and-so is now on Marco Polo, like when somebody signs up. So apparently I must have been suggested to them because I had this phone number in my phone book, right? Uh, So they think that you know each other. Yeah, So and for whatever reason, the person clicked on it, Mm -hmm. and it probably was black and was whatever because they're just trying to figure out the app they don't know what they're, they're doing they're sitting on their couch yeah, exactly. and they're like oh i don't oh. know who this is and they press oh, stop oh wait I, did i make a video i don't know what i did right like so they <laughs> they didn't probably know i don't think that they were but it happened to be like and it honestly makes sense that it was my kid like i got all concerned that it was a child but adults don't change their phone numbers that often you know and a kid like he's probably one of the only people in my contacts right that maybe has a a different number now or that that number would even be available to go to someone else so even though that number does not belong to him anymore you still have it in your phone with his picture and name attached. so it was my contact the reason that i she's like the only person who is going to see that picture and that name associated with that phone number is you right because Because you've named it that and i mean but my kid's contact is in there and it's like my baby boy right and it's a smart like a sparkly like Mm -hmm. cute picture of him holding his little like future film director thing with a big cheesy oh my god like like the cutest thing you've ever seen in your life and yeah wasn't have him. you apologized oh, i haven't because i have to get the app back I, <laughs> because in my freak out i also deleted the app of decided course. that it was you know Burned like, your phone <laughs> lit everything on fire yeah exactly <laughs> so you know like uh yeah so thank you to marco polo for having excellent customer service <laughs> and damn jesse like if you wouldn't have gotten to me what if I would have called the cybercrime people? Who like, knows what, if what I, could have happened? What could have happened? And Jesse, not only was she great with helping me, she was also great with like I was like, well, I'm sorry that I'm a totally crazy person. And she's like, oh, I would have mama bared the same way. She's like, I would have done the exact same thing. And she's like, we're all a little crazy. And she really <laughs> um, made me feel better she validated about my. Yeah, you. she really did. I, I don't know if she should have validated me, but she was kind enough to do so. Anyways, you you owe that. Poor grandmother of fruit basket. I know, right? Or something. I gotta figure it out. Like I've gotta get back on the app and I like I think that I need to do a video apology, but I'm probably blocked. I'm probably, probably not gonna so. be able to send it. Because she probably called her kid and she's like, What did I do? And then her kid is like, Oh my gosh, I can't believe people are like this on the internet. Block, block, block. Exactly. They probably reported you to the cyber police. Probably. For harassment. Yeah, probably. They're oh, like wow. some strange woman. <laughs> Some crazy woman with crazy hair. Oh, yeah. and she said the F word. And she F-bombed me. <laughs> oh. I'm sorry, Grandma. I'm 
sorry. <laughs> oh man. Wow. Well, um all of this friends <laughs> brings me to the grab bag. Well that wasn't even the grab bag. <laughs> what What did they come up with now? Ew! Not that Let's one. see what's in the grab bag. I think I've got it. <laughs> okay, so what I want to talk about is deception on the web. Okay. Um and I posted a video that had a really nice tiger in it. I would really like somebody to go and watch it because I was really happy. And it said, hey, all you cool cats and kittens. Mm-hmm. And I did a bunch of tricks. And you know that I'm not tech savvy. I was I, impressed. Yeah. Thank you. I was impressed, too. And I was really proud of myself. And I'm really bummed that I didn't get more of a response from my awesome tiger video. So do yeah. better, please, listeners. Yeah. Do better. Watch my tiger video. Can we, like, have it, like, can we, like, carry it forward? Like, try again? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. The, the moment has passed, but whatever. <laughs> um, well, this this deception on the web that I want to talk about actually has to do with Carol Baskin. Okay. Carol Baskin. Mm-hmm. The Tiger King is back today. So I'm going to put a link up to this video. I saw it on Mashable.com. And it is, um, it's a prank. Okay. I guess guess it's a prank. Okay. So a couple of YouTuber boys in um, the UK Uh wanted to get Carol Baskin to do an interview with them. Okay. And Carol Baskin hasn't done any interviews since the Tiger King came out, right? Mm -hmm. She said no to every request. And they sent her um, several emails and they said... That they were representing The Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon. Uh-oh. And that they wanted to have her on for The Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon. And she replied back and said no. And then apparently her daughter was like, I really like Jimmy Fallon. You should do it. And so she finally said yes. And she consented to this interview. But it wasn't with Jimmy Fallon. Right. It was with these two YouTube boys, right? Right. In the UK. So, um... They sent over a consent and they like had this whole backstory about how, you know, they run interviews via Zoom for the Fallon show, you know, and then they got together all of these clips of Jimmy Fallon asking other people things about cats or like Jimmy Fallon interviewing people whose first name was Cat Uh or, you know, Jimmy Fallon like saying all these lines that they were going to use as the interview with Carol Baskin. Right. Okay. So they get her on the phone, and it's you know one of the YouTuber boys, and he's like, "Okay, um, so we have a we have a video feed mistake. We're not going to be able to see Jimmy. We're only going to be able to hear him. You know, blah blah blah. Because yeah, I'm right. sure that the Jimmy Fallon show is just mm-hmm. would be like, oh, well, no big deal. We just won't right. have Jimmy Fallon on it. You know, right. whatever. Um, so they do this. Like, there's this whole video. You can watch it. It's like four minutes long. You know, and. It's very weird, and it's very, like, she's like, what? You know, because he'll, like, ask something, and it doesn't quite fit with, right. you know, with what just happened, because, you know, it's like Home Does Alone, totally you know? Fake? Yeah, yeah, with the <laughs> Home Alone 2, with right. the little recorder, you know? Um, and it's totally fake. And I felt like this just brought up a lot of questions to me about um, YouTubers or, like, quote, media people who are not journalists they're not ethical journalists they're not real people clickbait you know um Mm -hmm. um, because 
obviously, like Carol Baskin does her first interview, and it's a and it's a um, prank, you know, right. those kind of things. And I mean, I, I it just brought up some questions for mm-hmm. me, and I think that it's worth you know talking about a little bit. I, I felt terrible for Carol Baskin. Yeah, that's not cool. And I felt like Jimmy Fallon should sue these guys. Well, yeah, I mean, that is, I could see how that would be, well, obviously, it's misrepresentation and his reputation. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and, you know, I think that it just kind of perpetuates the whole fake news thing of we don't even know what's real. And, I I mean, I've gotten so jaded that I assume things that I see online are false Mm -hmm. before, like, I assume that it's fake. Mm -hmm. And I have to be convinced otherwise. Well, these guys were, like, so proud of themselves that they yeah. pulled this prank and that they fooled her. And it wasn't even a good interview. And there was nothing in it even worth listening to. But do you know how much attention these fools oh, yeah. have gotten now? You know, yeah. because we fooled Carol Baskin. You know, like, they I should be know. ashamed of themselves. That's not cool. It's not cool. They, you know, imagine, you know, well, this can be said for so many different scenarios. But if they, that took a lot of time on their hand. Imagine if they put that into something good. Right. You know, like if they took that time and energy and skill that it took to create that stuff and did something good for the world. Right. Well, let's let's just give out some homework then. Let's just. Yeah. Don't forget your homework. We're really wrapped up in being entertained by our devices right now. Mm -hmm. And I would like our friends to consider how that stuff was made. Mm-hmm. And if there is truth and kindness behind it, I'm not saying that some of it isn't really, really funny, but I am saying to be mindful as to whether you are being manipulated as a consumer mm-hmm. and whether the people who the story is about were being used fairly. I want us to keep the humor, but keep a critical eye on who that humor could hurt. Please don't just read the funny clickbait stories. Read the real stories of the people struggling and working. Read the stuff by real journalists who are working overtime to give you fair, balanced information mm-hmm. and stories that aren't singularly focused on body entertainment. Mm-hmm. Um, read the beautiful piece by the older woman who wants us to know what it's like to live in a COVID world and feel unappreciated. And I guess just stay woke, my friends. Right? Mm-hmm. Stay woke. Stay woke in 2020. Mm-hmm. Until next time. Until next time. Bye. Don't forget to tell them where to find us. Yeah, tell us what you learned. We're on all the things. For those of you looking to increase your dosage, connect with Chrissy and Heather on Facebook and Instagram and tell us how you do life. Visit ChrissyandHeather.com. That's with a C-H-R-Y-S-S-Y. Like, share, and subscribe. And tell everyone you know. Until next time. Bye.